Hey guys, this is me. Did you move today? Welcome to a Did You Move Today podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, and I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, in this episode, I have Prasha as my guest. She was born and raised in India. Prasha completed two engineering degrees and later landed a leadership position in manufacturing in Rhode Island. She believes that STEM needs women and women need STEM. And to support that, she created a weekly podcast, Her STEM Story. Through one-on-one -on -one interviews with people from around the world, her mission is to close the voice gap in STEM fields. In these conversations, Prasha focuses on pivot struggles, education, careers, and accomplishments. Her dream is to create a diverse and inclusive world for all minorities in STEM fields. Prasha is passionate about mentoring women in STEM, building supportive communities. She loves to speak at events to inspire women and motivate organizations to support diversity and inclusion efforts. So yeah, I'm very excited to be here uh, because I, I, I mean, I, I do, I do agree with what she's doing, and and yeah, so I'm excited to have have her here. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. Hello, hi, Prasha. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much again for taking the time. I, I'm excited to to be here with you. So. Uh, for all of you, for all of you that are listening, um, if you can tell us, Prasha, a little bit about your movement journey, about you know, who you are. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My name is Prasha and I live in Rhode Island and I grew up in India, in mostly New Delhi. And then I moved to the U.S. seven years ago to pursue my master's in mechanical engineering. So I have a bachelor's in chemical engineering and now I work in the industry. I work in a wire and cable manufacturing plant. So I'm, um, I'm in manufacturing and uh, I take care of quality and I make wire and cable, which if you think about it, everything in this world is connected through wire and cable. And the fact that you and I are talking is because of wire and cable. So I think it's pretty cool. I literally connect people at my work. And then uh, I have a podcast called Her STEM Story where I interview women in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics from around the world. I started that in December 2017. And so far, we've like about 70 episodes. And uh, that's my passion project. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> nice. I know when I, so I'm a first year grad student at uh, University of Illinois. And when I saw Catherine was, yeah. was doing that, I think she was, she was doing something for orientation. Mm -hmm. uh, and she was talking about mental health and for in grad school, how to, you know, do the PhD and at the same time have a balanced life. And so, and then she's like, and I have a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I connected with Catherine. Yeah. And Catherine had, you know, I started following her and then I found you and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this is so cool. So why <laughs> connecting women was so important to you? Yeah, because, uh, of course, because, uh, you know, there's uh, less representation of minorities, uh, you know, not just gender, but, you know, immigrant and um, and even LGBTQ and, you know, color, people of color. Uh, so there's definitely less representation in mainstream media. So if you look at like one of my favorite examples is Big Bang Theory. Uh, if you look at the representation in that show is, you know, is, of course, predominantly white, but also the, you know, Raj is the only one that they've shown. And they've shown such a like negative stereotype of, of Raj. Like I've never met 
an Indian that lame like ever like I don't don't think Indians are that lame (laughs) but uh, yeah I feel like there's a lot of like misrepresentation and like less representation and especially for for women it started because like I I was getting married in two years ago and then I was we were driving to the venue and in the car like it was my cousin and my bridesmaids and uh, my cousin was saying all about oh look at you know all these people on Instagram they have such cool lives like how can I have a life like that how can I buy all the makeup in Sephora and how can I travel the world? And I started paying attention to everyone who was around me. And I was like, wait a minute, all these women in this car have done that. Like they make six figure salaries. They live life on their own terms and they've traveled the world. And why? Because they're all in STEM. I mean, of course, they're strong, very, very strong women, but also because of their careers, uh, you know, kind of help them live a wonderful life. And so that's kind of like the very inception of the idea that I am surrounded by a lot of stories that need to be shared. Another thing that happened was at work, I was in an all-women team. So Mm -hmm. our team was five women engineers and mostly mechanical and electrical. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. And it was literally like the United Nations flag. It was me, an Arabic person, an African-American girl, a white girl, and a Chinese girl. And I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, nobody's listening. Like, nobody's paying attention. So I wrote a blog article to get my company's attention to it. At the time, we didn't have a diversity program, like a strong diversity program, so nobody kind of paid attention. So I actually wrote a letter to the CEO saying, you should be excited about this. Like, this is extremely cool. And uh, like that's kind of where I like really started thinking that it's very very important that I'm I have a responsibility to share these stories. And um, long behold, I started doing it, and just with a twenty dollar mic and one guest planned, I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, you know I just kept going. I feel like I just kept going. So it's important. I I think it's very very important to answer your question. Um, you know, there are mul- multiple things that have happened in my life to like get me to this point. My mother is also one of the she was the one of the only moms uh, working when we were growing up. Like none of my friends that mom used to work in India. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up around a very strong uh, woman as well. So uh, even her story, I would share it with everyone. So I feel like like it was important to me to share that. <laughs> nice. I, I think like that's very, that's very, that's very powerful. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I recently had my mom, I had my mom as a, as a guest on, mm-hmm. on, on the podcast yeah. Um, she's a medical doctor, but in uh, PMNR, it's mm-hmm. physical medical rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, mom, how do you do everything? Like, how do yeah. you have a job? You're a mom, you have four kids, you have like so many things. And, you know, and sometimes like, you know, and she's also a minority. So I'm just like, how, like how cool it is to, to be surrounded yeah. by, by women that are minorities and are also super powerful. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about the conference that is coming up? I know I've seen yeah. a lot of that on social media. <laughs> I've seen it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, I want to know. I want to know. Yes, about it. of course. So, yeah, so the show led to a lot of things in my life. And I'm so glad that your mom was on the show. My mom can't be on the show for um, for reasons from her job. Like she has some, you know, PR um, mm-hmm. tie-ups that she can't break. Uh, but it's a wonderful, like, it has given me appreciation for all the women around me. So I'm glad that, you know, you got to do that for your mom as well. Uh, but yeah, um, so the show kind of opened up, as you said, like a, a lot of appreciation for women, but also like the lack of what, you know, the, to, f- to fill the gap of what we don't have. And, and again, I'm a creator. I think I really believe that I'm a creator in terms of anything that I don't find. I love to create it. And sometimes even if I do find, I still like to create my own version because I feel like 
the way we deliver content is unique to us. So, you know, a lot of people will say there's a lot of competition. Why do it? And it's like, no, but nobody can do it like you would do it, you know? So, uh, like, so that was one of the frustrations I had was I couldn't attend any conferences. I work full time and it's very hard to make time to go to conferences. And a lot of conferences are very academic or very technology related, like for the people in computer science industry or, uh, you know, because Google and Facebook and, you know, you know, the Grace Hopper conference, that's a huge, huge industry conference, but it's mostly for computer science engineers. So I was really frustrated that everyone's going to conferences and I can't go. And so last year, I got together with some um, some women in STEM from Canada, and <laughs> we put together this online conference. Um, and we got a few like few of the, th- these ladies are really big now. So Susanna Harris of PhD Balance, um, and Christine Liu of the STEM Squad, and you know some of these people were just starting out at the th- at the time, and not Christine but Susanna. So they were all just starting out and they were all on the conference and in the conference and we got to, and that's how I met Catherine. Catherine joined mm. our conference and, uh, you know, we, uh, we had a really, really nice, like seven hour long thing. We talked about mentorship and, you know, mental health and everything. And so this year it's the second installment. So it's the second annual one. I just, you know, we just announced it and we're so excited about the response and, you know, I'm really excited to deliver more powerful content. And in terms of like, I mean, you know, with the podcast and stuff, we get to do a lot of inspirational things. But, uh, you know, I like to say like inspiration doesn't pay the bills. So, you know, yeah. it's great to have inspiration and everyone's sharing quotes and stuff. But uh, I, it's an opportunity for us to put things in action. So this is going to be very immersive. Um, I've been saying that word a lot. And, you know, over the next few weeks and days, I'm going to explain it on Instagram more and more like what do I mean by immersive and it's more like I want people to take action like right away like when we are in the conference we're gonna have you get up move write do things you know send that text open your resume you know things like that which is very very immersive so so that it's not just about us anymore because I feel like a lot of conferences are very you you know even though there's a lot of of course powerful content uh it's very focused on these inspirational people, which we definitely need inspiration. There's no, mm-hmm. no doubt about it, but we need action. So I think women are craving that action uh, because their employers are not doing it, because their schools are not doing it, because their families are not doing it. So someone has to do it. And so we're coming in with, you know, really, really cool workshops and tools like, you know, that, that will help you get to the bottom of what what drives you or get to the bottom of you know, what could be your next venture or um, the theme is how to forge your unique path in STEM. So uh, which is, you know, very much surrounded around transitions and pivots. But at the core of it, it's surrounded around finding yourself, you know, because if you don't know yourself, uh, how would you forge your unique path? And if you don't take pride in being unique, then, you know, the chances are that you may not be successful. Uh, So we want to like, again, it's all about you. (laughs) We're just trying to enable you with tools to find your unique self in, in STEM fields. <laughs> and then that's uh and that's something it's it's an online conference. Yes, so it's online can so, attend and yeah, yeah, it's online. So uh just logistics wise, it's an online conference. It's you can attend from your bedroom, your closet, your class, wherever you are. Uh some people actually funny story last year one of our attendees 
was at a wedding and she called in and she had the headphones in his in her ears uh because she was at an indian wedding it lasts usually a day or two <laughs> but she was calling from there and you know it was wonderful someone there was a mom who was taking care of her son and she called in you know she was like i can't participate but i i'm going to listen to the whole thing uh the actual conference from last year is actually on youtube so if you just want to see like how it works uh uh you can check that out as well but you can also all you have to do is just type wonder women in stem and it'll show up it's a seven hour long video because we could not edit it <laughs> so uh-huh. uh but you can of course like uh, nice. fast forward and then um yeah so it's online but we're also going to have like info info sessions uh you know as as the day comes close so people can kind of experience zoom um so it's uh it's through zoom and uh, it which is on an online platform uh so it this year right now we are having an early bird special which is just for $25 you can sign up it's a day and a half conference so we're going to have like about a day and a half worth of like again uh, plenty of workshops and speakers and stuff and the prices kind of go up on September 17th uh but for students and and people who are probably you know financially looking for assistance uh we're going to have grants coming up as as we progress towards the day so we'll have you know a bunch of different things kind of unfolding here uh so yeah we have limited time early bird special so if anyone's interested just again just follow me at her stem story on instagram and go to the links i promise you <laughs> you're going to get $2500 worth of uh content and and tools that you can use for the rest nice. of your life so really? yeah that sounds that sounds that sounds really really cool like when i saw yeah. it on linkedin i'm like okay well this sounds yeah really cool. and and you can ask your pi's like i have some people who are kind of reaching out to their pi's or department to kind of help them with the uh, registration i really recommend the 17th as uh, doing it before the 17th because it's if because it's online we have a limit on how many people are actually going to end up you know uh signing up for it like so we can't have like you know we can't have 500 people um so because we again the immersiveness kind of depends on uh the size of the group so mm-hmm. i really recommend kind of jumping uh and kind of kind of getting one, it done now one question prasha only the people in the conference there are only minorities and women uh no so anyone can join uh, unfortunately our name is wonder women in stem so i'll uh i'll be very shocked if men join uh we did have a couple of men last year who came and i was like what it was so cool um and anyone can join again uh, the the delivery of the message will be very generic but again very specific to stem or maybe minorities in stem just because our challenges can be a little different that doesn't mean that we won't have, we, we will have male speakers so we will have a couple of male speakers as well and so anyone can join because i feel like even if you are not if you're not someone who identifies as a woman or a minority you are the part of the solution so you should join because this will help you understand what you can do as a manager as a community member because i do have you know white uh, white women who are my friends who ask me what can i do like you know there's also a something called white guilt you know so i know people who have that and you know catherine is one of them or you know i have you know another friend of mine she she's one of them and she's always afraid like she's like i will do i say something wrong and i'm like no you're doing great um so what again it's about community so um everyone can join and everyone should join because um uh, we don't want to create more echo chambers it's just that our name is wonder women 
<laughs> but uh, again like wonder woman the movie that came out everyone went to see it <laughs> yeah. so yeah everyone can come to the conference <laughs> awesome um i w- i have a couple more questions for sure, you sure have you ever faced um the impost impost imposter syndrome yeah um and how did you deal with that like mm-hmm. what are the challenges that you see yeah i think it's becoming a buzzword I, I, when I first started, I didn't know what it was. Um, when I first started the show, of course, this is getting more and more attention, and it happens to everyone. I, you know, I've uh, I've seen it happen to men. Uh, everyone goes through it, and yeah, I have faced it. I actually face it. I don't face it as often. I don't feel it as often. Uh, I hate the word that it's called syndrome. It feels like you're sick or something, uh, but it's like just you know a fleeting feeling. Um, and it can, of course, some people can have uh, more of it. But the way I, like, usually when I feel it is when I'm trying to do something big, when I'm trying to so- do something new, uh, it's usually, you know, trying to, uh, for example, when, before throwing the conference, I'm like, who do I think I am that I can throw a conference, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am an extrovert. I am a overly confident person um, that, that I kind of get over it faster. Uh, that being said, I also work on my confidence a lot. You know, one of the things that I'm working towards is to become a confidence coach. And, you know, that's something which I think I'm good at and I can share with women. I actually very voluntarily like share my time with a lot of like women from uh, Instagram community and Twitter community where I like face like on, on the phone. I jump on a phone call and help people kind of untangle what's going on. Um, but I really just want to do that work more. Because I feel like that's how you deal with imposter syndrome is by building confidence um, and by actually like building your toolbox to to help you, you know, be, become more successful. Uh, imposter syndrome is a good thing because if you have imposter syndrome, the chances are that you are at the right place. So I read it in a, in a book once. The book is called The War of Art mm-hmm. and The War of Art by Stephen Pressen. I think that's how you say his last name. It's a tiny book. It's a super easy to read book. Uh, and it, he talks about that. And he said, it's the imposter who's, it's the, it's the, it's the real he- person. No, it's if, oh, let me say it again. Sorry, sorry. sorry That's that. fine. Uh, you feel like an imposter. That means you, you are the real deal. The uh-huh. imposter is actually, you know, actually like overly confident if that makes any sense mm-hmm. um which doesn't make sense for me because i'm overly confident but but i'm just saying like you know it's like if you're feeling like that you should take it as a cue that that you are supposed to be in this moment or you're supposed to do this thing because that's why you're feeling like an imposter the person who is stupid is probably not feeling like an imposter <laughs> You know? I'm happy. I'm very happy that that you that you are very confident, because yeah. because because to to be to be very confident is um, it takes a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, um, and yourself. Yeah. And I feel like you know, like especially now that I'm starting um, grad school, like I've been yeah. my the last four years I was working full time and doing other things so like it was very different than now that I three weeks ago I started school and you know like they have us I have a class where where we have to read a lot of um journals Mm. and they have like they have a a lot of information I think you say uh, 
they're very dense, like mm. a lot of information. And I'm just like the first time, like reading it, I'm just like, oh my god, I, I have to read it again. I have to read it again. I have yeah. to read it again until I make sure that I understand. And then it turns out that after reading it like seven, ten, seven or ten times, I'm like, oh, I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. I have to go back. And then during class, you know, this is just a like a student, I guess, mm. point of view. But during class, um, I guess the the professor asked, um, "What are your thoughts on, on, you know, the the paper?" Yeah. And I noticed how the majority of people that were talking were men. Yeah. And then we had like maybe four women or so mm. that didn't say anything. And then after hearing the men speaking, I'm like, "Wow! I thought that they were gonna say something like, a amazing, you know? Yeah. In order well, you for them to." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, well, maybe next time I should talk. And, yeah. like, if I don't feel – because sometimes, you know, sometimes I feel that way that I'm like, I, 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 I shouldn't talk because I don't know and I don't comprehend yeah. the paper this, like, uh, yeah. from the A to Z and mm-hmm. I still don't understand and I have to read it again. Yeah. But it's just very interesting that you, you know, that you mentioned that you are very, very confident and you're connecting women, minorities yeah. and women – and I think that's that's yeah. super powerful. And I and I think it's important here to like also mention that women are you know the, uh, women are always expected to conform to a higher standard than men, right? So men are not raised like that. Like you know that's the whole problem. Like men are raised to be clumsy or brave or you know it's allowed to fall and get hurt and make mistakes. And it's very simple, something as simple as um, men play you know, when men go out to play and they get hurt, they come back, the reaction of the parents is totally different than when women or kids go to play, like girls go to play and come back. Uh, even the play that, that, that the girls are exposed to, the games and stuff are so different than what men are exposed to is like cars and superheroes and hitting each other. And, you know, um, and then girls are more like, you know, kept, you know, like uh, yeah. delicately, which is yeah. fine. I mean, I think women are, supposed to be treated with a lot of respect and you know there, there's probably reason behind it but uh, you know in, in older days I would think like maybe women would get pregnant at 14 15 right when we were when the life expectancy was like 30 yeah <laughs> like you would think that you know that was the time for them to get started on reproduction and stuff like that and I'm sure there are roots to it and there's some logic to it from what it, where it began but of course with time it didn't change and you know it's now now kind of making it worse for us who are trying to break the glass ceiling, if you will. And that's, that's what stops us. Um, you know, we have a fear that if we are wrong, like, oh my God, like something's when something bad's going to happen. And men don't have that fear of being wrong. And I say, I generalize, but you know, mostly, uh, I'm not saying that every, every male is like that, but, but it's just, uh, you know, one of those things that we got to catch ourselves that, Hey, I'm like being super critical of myself and and that's why I talk about confidence because people think that oh, who, people who are extrovert are confident or people are born with confidence. That's not true. People work on confidence. Just people may have different upbringings to be more confident. Other people, like in our house, like my dad treated us like treated me like my brother, and he would, you know, never like treat me delicately. He would, you know, always be like if we came home and we were not dirty enough, he'll be like, go back play again get dirty get hurt come back you know stuff like that so it was always like i was raised like that 
So that helps with that. Like I was always told to stand up for myself. Even since third grade, there was a teacher who said that my name was stupid and my dad brought her into principal's office and and uh, I was there and in front of me, he said, he told me to ask her name and I asked her name and he said, how stupid, right? How stupid is her name? And so he kind of just made up an example that, you know, you stand up for yourself. You are very special in terms of like what you can do in life. You don't have to be like other people. And, uh, you know, we just got, were raised, I was raised like that. But if even if you're not raised in a household like that, even if you have a different like set of challenges, just remember that confidence is like you can build it. Like it's just like anything else. It's like a habit. Like you, you believe in yourself. It's a habit. It's not something that, you know, people are born with. Every day we work on it, you know. So like we got to keep working on it, especially as women. And you said it, right? Like if you think that men are speaking exactly what you know you can speak to, then never miss an opportunity. Like you should always raise your voice. Like always. I don't care even if you're sounding silly it's okay like sometimes I sound, sound silly and I'm like yeah I, maybe I'm sounding silly but I'm gonna say it anyways you know nice yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, think that's, I, I think that's very very oh my god that's, that's yeah really and sometimes good. say it to yourself <laughs> don't say it to everyone like I would say it to people I'm I, I can't confide in but uh and people I I can bet you there are people in this world who probably hate my guts for doing things that I do but Eh, I don't care because I'm going to keep doing it anyways, you know, and I'm not afraid of like, you know, again, failing. But again, I don't want people to get intimidated that, oh, she can do it. I can't. But, you know, again, work on yourself. Like, when was the last time you picked up a book? When was the last time you took a walk? When was the last time you sat down in silence? When was the last time you wrote uh, your great gratitude list? You know, when was the last time you met someone new? You know, those are the things that build the confidence, you know, that, that, that you do every day is to kind of keep building uh, on making yourself better. And, and there's so little, like it doesn't, you don't need a PhD in this, you know, this is little stuff you do every day um, to be, to be, to become confident. And uh, nowadays there's so many resources, so many podcasts, so many, uh, so many tools like you can get for free. Like you don't even have to pay anything um, that can teach you because, and that's one of the things we do at, at her STEM story as the show. Um, is to showcase like as many women as we can and go get, go get deep in their stories so you can find yourself in them, you know, hopefully in one of them uh, or a little bit of yourself in all of them. <laughs> and then, you know, because I learn a lot from all these women. I mean, it has changed my whole life. Uh, just like, even if I was like, nobody listens, it's okay because I learn so much every day by talking to these fabulous women. Like there's uh, women who are, you know, who went, who were in the Air Force and then went to work for NASA. I mean, uh, didn't have a degree in science. Like I came back from Air Force, Raquel is one of them. I Um, think you had one that was, um, I think you had a quote there that one that was an artist. Yeah. And then became a scientist. And then she was like, I thought that because I was good in the arts, I was not going to be good in the science. And I'm like, oh my God, this is is really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. I have two more questions. Yes, uh, yes, sure, sure. I can I, keep talking. <laughs> I, but yeah, I want to be mindful of, of yeah, your time as well. To, to, end, uh, to end my thought there is just like you can build confidence. Just don't be afraid to like try. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no. And, and it, it's, I think it's something that it, it's very cool to see that, you know, you are already 
overly confident. So mm-hmm. like, you know, to, to see that as a goal, that, that's, that's very powerful. Yeah. Uh, my question is, did you move today? Oh, yeah. I work out every day in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. What kind of workout yeah. do you do? So I just joined a beach body program called okay. Morning Meltdown 100, which is a, like their latest program. I used to do beach body three, four years ago. I did P90X, the full program. I still can't do a pull up, but I still did it in modified whatever way Mm -hmm. and then uh, I did I have done like 8,000 types of workouts I've done everything I've done CrossFit I've done I've done Zumba I've done running I've done (laughs) I've done everything you can think about Uh, but uh, I think after three years of like my my fitness journey is not that long it's been three four years Um, it was usually after my dad after my father passed away of uh, cancer I was alone in the U.S. and so I had to kind of like get my self together and working out really helped and so I've been like trying to discover what works for me and as of now it's you know again this workout because I also do Miracle Morning so the Miracle Morning is a book by Hal Elrod and he talks about how to routine yourself in the morning and so and it's just one of the best books I've ever ever touched like it's just incredible so I wake up in the morning I have so I wake up at 4 45 and I work out from 5 to 5.45, and then uh, he has, like, other activities, like, in his book that he talks about, like, visualizations, affirmations, reading, exercise, uh, and writing, and so I try to do that, like, that's an hour, two-hour long thing uh, before I head to work. <laughs> Great. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Yes, it's, really, it's amazing. Trasha, what's movement for you? You mean, like, workout, or just, like, just movement, like, whatever, whatever that means to you. Uh, I think it's more like, you know, again, just uh, growing. I think growth is, is, is important. It's what I would think is movement in terms of even if it, you're trying to move, um, like create a movement like the Hearthstone story movement <laughs> or even yeah. if like trying to create any kind of momentum in your, in your personal life. Um, I think it's just growth. If you're better than what you were yesterday, I know it's so cheesy. Everyone says it, but it's true. That's why they say it. So which means if you're better than who you were yesterday, and uh, you're taking little tiny steps every day to be better. Uh, it's just that's the only way to live life. There's no going back in life, right? So you can't go back in the past. You can only keep going forward. And like you can't, you don't reverse age. It's not like suddenly you'll be younger. It's not going to happen. So life is giving you a hint that everything is actually just forward. There's no going backwards. <laughs> yeah. So you should take take inspiration from it and. Um, you know, my I take inspiration from nature in terms of like plants and stuff, you know, the they just they always move towards light, they always grow, they always find ways to make it work. And um, that's just how we should live, like, you know, move a little bit at a time, and you'll be very surprised how far you've come. <laughs> yeah. Prasha, where where can we find you online? Um, yeah. we, if you can tell them about your Instagram, yes, Twitter, yes. I know you're on LinkedIn. Yeah, so you can find any you can find the show anywhere except for Anchor. You can't find us on Anchor, but <laughs> you can find our show on any podcasting platforms at Heartstem Story. Uh, and uh, no matter what device you use, you can also find us on our website at heartstemstory.com. And then anywhere on social media, just type Heartstem Story one word. It's H-E-R-S-T-E-M and then story, one word. Um, and you'll find us uh, on Twitter, Instagram, 
we have a Facebook page, not very well maintained, but we have it. And then on LinkedIn, uh, you can look me up uh, by Prasha. There are not too many Prashas in the world. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the first one that shows up. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Prasha, for your time. I really uh, appreciate it. It's very awesome how the universe just like connected yeah. us in a way. So I'm very happy that, you know, to have you as my to, to you know to have you as my guest um is there anything else that you would like to share before uh we end the podcast yeah so of course again again you can if you go to our website if you, if you connect with us on any social media you will find all the apps all the links for the for the conference you can apply to be a speaker you can again attend because i really 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 want people to attend i promise you you, you it'll be one of the best things you'll do before 2020 starts uh, i think it's a great way to get started like get a head start on the year and then uh, you can also sign up for our mailing list on herstemstory.com. We have a five um, email long email course. It's not like a course, it's more like an email series, uh, which is called Con- Conquer Your Career. So it's more like a conversational email series, which uh, gives you some tools and some of my own experiences in terms of how to, again, become more confident and clear about what you want in life. It's just like a sneak preview of uh, of what like confidence, you know, confidence coaching looks like. Uh, it's a it's not a sell. It's just literally like five emails, and uh, that way you'll always be in the loop on what's going on at her STEM story. So, <laughs> great, awesome. Well, thank you very much again, Prasha. All right, guys. I hope that you moved today and that you had fun. Uh, and if you haven't moved, you still have a couple hours. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Bye.